catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. You're listening to Tony's Tech Side. Welcome to Tony's Tech Side. We're discussing social media regulation, social media planned regulation in Nigeria and by extension, Africa. We have with us here Mr. Ima Okonji. Mr. Ima Okonji is the immediate past chairman of NITRA, the Nigerian Information Technology Reporters Association. Uh, it's an interest group of all ICT reporters in Nigeria. He is also a member of the Nigeria Computer Society, NCS, which is the umbrella body of all professionals in computing and computational processes. Also, Mr. Ima Okonji is the ICT editor of This Day newspaper. Nigerians and Africans seem to have a good reason to be worried about any attempt whatsoever to control what people say because the history of Africa and Nigeria is fraught with episodes of authoritarian governments which some still apply to now uh, that stifle freedom of speech and most times there are dire consequences for anyone who speaks out of line. Uh, we can remember the era of uh, military rule which lasted in Nigeria from 1983 to 1999. Uh, Government critics were regularly detained or harassed and politics was just discussing fearful whispers. In 1984, the administration enacted a decree that shut down any newspapers, radio or television stations whose activities were considered to be damaging to the government. On the other hand, we'd also look at some cases across Africa which seem to be a clampdown. In the case of Omoyele Showere, the publisher of New York-based Sahara Reporters, Agba Jalingo, a Calabar-based journalist detained for articles considered uh, to be critical of the Cross River State's governor, Professor Ben Ayade. Uh, we look at Shegun Onibiyo, who spent about 24 days behind bars because of inflammatory articles he wrote on social media against the person of the Kaduna State governor, Masang Malam Nasir Erufai. Uh, the list continues and continues. Uh, former president of the Gambia, Yahaya Jame, one time shut down social media when he lost the elections to Adama Barrow. And Paul Bia of Cameroon shut down social media in the wake of crackdown on Anglo Anglophone-speaking part of the country. Very recently, in 2020, uh, the Tanzanian government also shut down Twitter and some parts of the web just before the elections. Are the fears of the citizens of Africa um, of a clampdown on free speech anything to be worried about? Yes, so much to be worried about when it comes to that. Uh, you see, government, like I told you, governments just what government wants to do, government just wants to have control of the social media space. Government also wants to have censorship of all online activities and then also curb things like hate speech. That's what government is all about. You see, in, in terms of doing that, government they want to be in charge of the social media space so that they have to control over it. But the way that the way they are going about it is actually anti-people, like like I, like I said before. So, for, for example, if you look at uh, NCC's uh, regulation, what part of the things that NCC does is to, as 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 a government agency, is to give orders to ISPs. ISPs are internet service providers who control the internet space to to block uh, um, um, websites of people who they suspect 
to be maybe to be um, 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 maybe broadcasting Malaysia statement that could that could lead to breakdown of law and order in the country. So such things are things that NCC can do as an as, as a regulatory body. But now, if you look at the fears that is surrounding it, is that by the time you block somebody's website, you create fear in that person. You go after the person, the person will not be able to innovate. Nigeria as a whole, as, as a country, is evolving and technology is evolving. Technology has grown so much that we have youth population, all of them, they are all embraced technology and some of them are very um, 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 technology savvy. They, they, do, they do a lot of things on the internet. And if you begin to censor what they do on the internet and then begin to have negative effects on, on, on their businesses, negative on their psyche, it will affect their productivity. It will affect whatever they do. So at, at the end of it, you see Nigerians youths who are supposed to be very prolific, who are supposed to be very active on social media. They will not be able to be active again on social media because one, it will stifle innovation. Two, it will stifle growth of technology. And it will stifle emerging technologies that is also coming up. We have emerging technologies like the Internet of Things. We have emerging technologies like IoT. We have emerging technologies like artificial intelligence. All these are put together, you know, which make Nigerians very, very innovative. But by the time a government comes with policies that will kind of stifle the growth of this, of this technology, of course, it will have a negative impact on the people, a negative impact on the country, a negative impact on people that actually drive technology in this country. So, uh, yes, uh, uh, um, um, and that, that bill is anti-people, anti and people, government should also see it that way, that it is actually not a bill that will promote growth of technology in the country. In, with your years of with your years of ICT reporting, do you think the laws available are enough for the regulation of ICT or the regulation of social media generally? The laws we have are they enough? Yes. Of course, we have laws. Like I said before, laws are put in place to guide the people. Without laws, no country can can, can work effectively. So we are talking of laws. Yes, we have enough laws that can take care of social media. But when it comes to social media, B, whereby you want to regulate everything that the people are doing on, on social media, then it becomes an issue. So, but the issue of uh, laws, we, yeah, we have laws. We have this cyber crime law. We have other laws that guide that guides uh, uh, activities on, on, on online. For example, in 2015, President Jonathan Goodluck signed the cyber crime law into cyber crime law into, into the cyber crime bill into law, and then today it exists. So we have such type of laws that can guide people. But when you come up with a bill that is anti-people, then it becomes an issue. For example, uh, uh, in 2000 and uh, last year, early early last year, uh, we have what we call the Digital Rights Bill. Digital Rights Bill is a bill that seeks to protect the rights of citizens online when they are, when they are in the cyberspace. But the, this bill was brought before the, the, the government. But the president, who is the current president of Nigeria, refused to sign that bill for reasons he gave that there are so many technicalities in the bill because he doesn't want to sign that bill because that bill is protects the rights of citizens while they are online. But he refused to sign the bill and today that bill is not nothing is inside about that bill. Now they are coming up with an uh, anti-bill, what, what, what they call the social media bill. So there are so many bills in the country, many regulations in the country, many uh, policies in the country that actually take care of uh, uh, online space. So not the issue of censorship, not the issue of social media bill because that bill for me is anti-people and should be should be should be should be condemned in all totality in a country like nigeria just like uh, in a country like nigeria just like uh, across africa nigeria with about 152 million 
uh, of a 200 million population live on less than two dollars yeah. a day according to the africa development bank and few people can afford to have diverse sources of information um, also nigeria has the least affordable internet globally according to uh, digital quality of life index this the bill a provision of the bill um, also says that law enforcement will have access to issue a blocking order to offenders nigerians and by extension africa uh, has the most youthful population which is still growing although most of them live under the poverty line and with this youthfulness you'd have vibrancy and innovation. What would the proposed social media regulation bill mean for emerging technology and the tech space generally in Nigeria and by extension, if this happens across Africa? If that social media bill is allowed and passed into law, it will stifle so many things. It will stifle innovation, it will stifle technology growth, and it will stifle the vibrancy of our youth. You also talked about our youths now. We have a large population of youths who are technology savvy. They are everywhere doing so many things uh, 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 that has to do with technology. Most of them are very innovative. They, they come up with, they, they develop ideas, they, they, they develop apps, the they, they apps that are actually, you know, uh, uh, apps that can actually address uh, different different uh, different challenges of of, of, of people in this country uh, apps that are uh, that, that are specific to, to different specific uh, to do different uh, issues in the country so but then you now begin to come up with the bill that will actually censor what they do that actually control what they do or block their website because you you perceive that they, they, are, they are coming up with hate speech you perceive that they are coming up with uh, information that, will, that, 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 that 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 is detrimental to government then that that that, that idea of course we, we kill their morale because youths they grow they, they, they are on the internet every day they do a lot of research but if if you now begin to dampen their spirits that vibrancy that they have as youths will no longer be there and it will kill innovation it will kill technology growth and it will affect us as a nation so federal government should actually look at all these implications and begin to see how they can mellow down on this issue of social media and allow technology to actually grow technology should grow naturally we have countries where technology have grown we have developed and they are using technology to do so many things. So Nigeria is also coming up. We have a lot of startups doing fantastic things in Nigeria. Even the right time Bill Gates came to um, um, Bill Gates came to Nigeria, he was he was so much he was so much happy about about it. Even the 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 other the other man the the. The no, yeah, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. When Mark Zuckerberg also came to Nigeria, he was so impressed about what Nigerian uh, youths are doing in terms of technology. Uh, in terms of technology, so Nigerians are actually very, very technical in terms of uh, in terms of technology, and they follow technology, you know, hook, line, and sinker, and they're actually doing well. So social media B will go a long way to actually bring that vibrancy that they have, bring it down, kill their morale, and then dissuade them from doing so many things they're supposed to do on, on the internet. So internet is a free world. It's a free space where everybody can go in and do a lot of things. There are so many opportunities online. So by the time government begins to censor them, begin to create some barriers to, for them on online, then it becomes an issue for them. They can't grow. They can't be they, they can't they can't be innovative. So for them to be very, very innovative, government should know should, 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 should come down on that on that bill and allow it to flow naturally so that Nigerians can be free in terms of technology development and technology growth. Thank you. What what's your take finally on the the 
trying to control or regulate or sanitize social media across Africa because aside Nigeria, other countries across Africa, if not the world, are particularly looking at the social media space and trying their best to control how exactly uh, it is run. What's your take on the 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 need by governments, uh, the need they think they see to try to control this space? Yeah, like I told you before, you see, governments as uh, as uh, as an entity has a right. As a government, they have a right to 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 control. They have a right to regulate. They have a right to formulate policies that will guide the activities of everybody. That is government. That is governance. It is right. But what we are saying that by the time you are doing it and then you are doing, stretching it so far, it becomes an issue. Like Nigeria, like we said, Nigeria is not the only country where this issue of social media bill is coming up. Uh, and why did social media bill come up again the second time? It's because of this NSAS protest. When they looked at the damages caused during the NSAS protest, so many police were burnt down, so many government offices were burnt down, banks were looted, burnt, a lot of things were, BRT buses were, were, were burnt down. So many things went wrong and stores were looted and burnt down. So there are a lot of negative things that came up and because that was the reason because uh, uh, hoodlums hijacked that protest because government could not manage it. Hoodlums now hijacked it. So government has also failed in their responsibility to manage that NSAS protest. That was why it escalated to that extent. Now government is now trying to, to, to put the blame on the, on the NSAS protesters who actually innocently were actually talking we're actually protesting for uh, against uh, police brutality in this country, and then they have a reason to protest because one, they are, they are protesting against police brutality. They're also protesting for good governance in the country because they want good governance for the citizens. Everybody should grow in terms of government policies, grow very well under under good government policies. But government failed to control that, that 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 protest. They saw a window there where they now, instead of controlling the protest, they escalated it. Now the, the thing went beyond their control. And then hoodlums hijacked it, and then they caused damage and, and mayhem in the whole thing. Now, because of this problem, government felt that there is needs to come up with such bill called the social media bill. But like I told you, social media bill not just for Nigerian in Nigerian in Nigerian, Nigerian thing alone. Other countries also have it. For example, um, we have Tanzania, we have uh, Uganda, we have um, South Africa, we have Egypt, we have Benin Republic. These are African countries that also introduce uh, a censorship on, on the media space, on the on the internet space in one way or the other. Even China, outside Africa, has also has its own way of censorship. Because China is one of the countries of this world that has the most sophisticated censorship when it comes to online uh, and, and regulation and, 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 and internet regulation. For example, in China, you can't use uh, uh, WhatsApp as a social media platform. You can't use it. They have their own government-regulated platform, which they call WeChat. That WeChat is used probably by every citizen and government agencies across across China. And government has control over over that uh, over over that, over that platform. So because of that, government government is more relaxed because they control every information that goes through the social media. They control everything. They see everything, and then they 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 they, they control it. But in Nigeria, Nigeria is a vast country. Like as you said, population of Nigeria alone is well over 200 million, and then the youth alone. We have about 80% of these 200 million who are youths. And these youths are vibrant. They are, tech, they are tech savvy. So by the time you begin to come with bills like that or, or, or bills like that, it will kill their morale. It will not allow them to grow. And also kill 
tech development in the country because Nigeria is a green country, it's a developing country. You know, we are trying to look at technologies that are coming up, new technologies that are emerging. We want to, we want to grab those technologies and fly with those technologies. We, 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 we couldn't coach, we didn't cope up with the, with the, with the first industrial revolution. We couldn't cope up with the second industrial revolution. Now, third, third revolution, we couldn't cope up with it. Now, this fourth industrial revolution is called the knowledge revolution. Where, where it has to do with knowledge, has to do with ICT, has to do with technology. So this technology should be allowed to, to be free and so that go, then people can practice it the way they want to practice it and then use it. But in the process of using it, they should also be cautious too. Because by the time they, 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 they overdo it, begin to, to begin to throw out information that, that are not true, you know, throw out information that are malicious, you know, throw out information that are anti-government, then it becomes a problem. So what government should do now is to control the type of information that they pass about, not a bill that will kill a technology, not a bill that will stifle technology, not a bill that will stifle growth, not a bill that will stifle development in the country. So do are the things government should look at. It's a two-way thing anyway. Government should look at it from both sides. Look at what they are coming up with. Look at the implications of it. Then when the implications of it overweighs the gains of it. You see a way to balance it because that's why, that's why we call them government. They are there to balance issues. So government should look at it critically and balance it in such a way that Nigerians can grow with the technology and government also will not be affected with the growth of the technology. Thank you very much Mr. Ima Okonji for the insight. Mr. Ima Okonji is the immediate past chairman of NITRA, the Nigerian Information Technology Reporters Association. Uh, it's an interest group of all ICT reporters in Nigeria. He's also a member of the Nigeria Computer Society, NCS, which is the umbrella body of all professionals in computing and computational processes. Also, Mr. Imao Konji is the ICT editor of This Day newspaper. So, major problems with the regulation approach in African countries are vagueness, that's the first one, which is the ambiguity in regulations uh, that allow them most times to be used against the innocent. And then the context, uh, there's also a history of clampdown that will only build on fighting false information as an excuse. These are the major fears of the citizens across Africa. We hope that governments across Africa can find innovative ways and also find a balance. Once again, thank you very much, Mr. Imao Kunji. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me in this program. Yes. You're still on to Tony's Tech Side. Stick around. More information laced with beautiful music. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the shows here on africatechradio.com.